United States submarine base at Key West, Florida. A dispatch that quoted President Truman's press secretary, Charles Cross, as saying that President Truman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Ross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy deny that such objects Well, I guess eight seconds will do. That cup is scalding hot. Um, you know, my face hurts. Yeah, you, um... Do I look a little swollen? Just a hair. Just look a little swollen. Um, I got Botox in my forehead. Yeah, how'd it, how'd it feel? Botox Can is a will? walk in the park. No, I can't. Yeah, because it, like, I was reading up on it, um, it, like, temporarily paralyzes certain muscles, right? Yeah, that's the point. Um, it's botulism in your face. Um, Delicious. So, no, I cannot emote. Honestly, this is the way I want to be. This is it. This is as emotive as I get. I'm jealous. I want I want a prolapse cat's anus on my mouth. I want them Kylie yeah. Jenner lips. And everyone's like, you're so beautiful without them, though. And I'm like, but imagine. But imagine if I had them. Right? Um, I hate it when people are like, oh, you don't need it. Like, oh my did god! Did I ask you? The, I'm gonna. Which I told you what I wanted, girl. This is why I wish you were on Twitter because I went off about this today. Also, hey, what's up? Um, my name's Noel, and live, laugh, log on. Live, laugh, log on. Mm-hmm. Do you Ooh, like I'm that? Chelsea, this is. I am the second time I'm complaining about Noel's underwear, which today is just a paper towel. <laughs> Under, use it underwear. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> underwear, <laughs> toilet paper. I was like, your bitch, underwear might also be bitch, paper. You don't know anything about my underwear. <laughs> I'm wearing that high class shit. It's got lace and shit. So Noel only uses paper towels as toilet paper <laughs> because she spends all her money on underwear. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> I spend so much money on my face. God, you fucking bitch. <laughs> You're like for Coolidge. Stop. I hate Jennifer you. American Pie or something. Stiff learn. Like she just can't move. Yeah, the face. face is just completely paralyzed. Uh-huh. Well, you're seeing me like hours after. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm fucking fully swollen right now, which I always love like right after I get my lips done because they get like what I call the ducky arch because your top yeah. lip and like basically your mouth are mm-hmm. completely swollen. So they like prop up and have a fold. It's the funniest thing in the world. And you always happen to be here. On like the day that I get my work done, like you're always here. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't do it on purpose, but like every single time I've gotten work done, you're here moments after. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy watching you try to laugh with no facial expression (laughs) whatsoever. Just, just you finally look is dead inside. (laughs) I finally look as dead outside as I am inside. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you're welcome. Yeah. It's like you looked into the face of a basilisk and he just froze you. I know. Oh, God. Could you imagine? I would save so much money if it was yeah. that easy. Um, All you have to do is put an egg under a rooster. Okay. Yeah. Or you, re- you have to make your rooster lay eggs. I don't well, know. Well, you know. Yeah. When that happens, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Chelsea's just mad because I didn't have time to go to the store today because I am a busy working woman. Mm-hmm. And um, so I ran out of toilet paper. But I knew that she was going to come over and immediately pee when she walked to my door. So I put a roll of paper towels in there like a gentleman. You're very kind. <laughs> um, you have the audacity to tell me. I The audacity. I could have left you with a McDonald's napkin. The audacity here is that you know fully that if you just say, bring toilet paper, I have 
always brought toilet paper. I know, but I forgot. What part of I'm a busy woman, don't you understand? I only can afford to pee once a day. And I went in there and I was like, oh, and then you were here. So what was I supposed to do? Yeah, that's fair. Manifest well, it? Well, now I'm properly chafed <laughs> for the episode tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it only takes one one downfall. Oh, shit. Start a terrible cycle of chafing. <laughs> But I was going to fucking say, I wish you were on Twitter more because I went off today about um, people, mm-hmm. <laughs> period. Well, like, no, about um, because in the words of my favorite podcast that is not ours, Frenemies, mm-hmm. who the children were coming after me for yesterday, mm-hmm. with peace and love, I have unfortunately let people put their genitalia in and around my face sure. who have this opinion and it's my greatest regret. Right. People who say, I don't like it when girls get insert mm-hmm. any anything. Yeah. Botox, lip injections, breast reduction, mm-hmm. breast enhancement, yeah. liposuction, yeah. butt implants, a BBL, whatever. Like all they're really saying with that is I prefer my girls to be conventionally beautiful for free. That is also what they're saying. So they're also saying I'm fucking crazy because I'm obsessed with your face. Me. I am obsessed with your face. Just look me in the eyes and tell me you're Patrick Bateman, you fucking crazy. Or they're like, I'm so down to earth that I don't care what you look like. Unless, Uh, unless uh, I fucking, first of all, what part of me spending my own money on my fucking face has anything to do with you? Yeah. First of all, if you think that I do this for you, (laughs) <laughs> no, you do it so you can look fucking fly in photos if i can only have the ego that would allow you to have that thought process yeah i know that most men don't like big old fucking floppy lips and a like bitch face because mm-hmm. it's frozen with botox i don't do it for them yeah i do it for me the girls and the gays and the days the only people that 100%. matter yeah i can't wait to get mine did i'm gonna save up a little you I should cut a jenner lips well i want people to look at me and be like Oh, something went wrong there. And I'll be like, yeah. Something did go wrong. Something went right, honestly. Everyone's all like, work on yourself, work on yourself. And then I show up with 200 milliliters in my face and everyone's like, that's not the type of work I meant. And I'm like, bitch, pick a lane. I worked and then I cashed a paycheck and then I gave it to someone to make me look like this. And then I worked on this. Yeah. It's improvements. It's just like when people get rims on their cars. Mm -hmm. Doing the same thing for my face. Yeah. Absolutely. You... If you invest any more than a dollar in your shampoo and conditioner, you're in the same fucking boat, baby. It's true. Putting money into your appearance, into your look. I don't need anyone who use like who uses a seven in one to tell me anything about shit. Yeah, Swab, you save that shit for your driveway. <laughs> right? Like I can't. I don't who asked, first of all. Mm-hmm. Like don't don't come for me unless I send for you. And it's a pandemic, so stay away. Stay away. Mm-hmm. Six feet. Six feet of shut the fuck up. You know? Yeah. So that's out on that. <laughs> and then they also can't tell if you mean it because your face is so frozen. I know. Well, then they get... Read what you think. What do you think it means? Mm-hmm. Interpret that as you will. Sure. I will also say, um, so, uh, a few exes ago, they were like, here's another thing that I wanted to ask you about. Mm-hmm. And listeners preferences okay here's my problem with preferences Mm -hmm. my preference is henry cavill as gerald arivia that's Mm -hmm. my preference sure 
look at the past dating history. Doesn't none of them. Doesn't line up, does none it? Doesn't right. line up. And right. honestly, if I'm being real with myself, if a big, strong, beefy man came up to me and was like, hey, I would be terrified. Yeah. I would fear for my life. And maybe that's part of it that I have to unpack with a therapist one day. But like, that's not like, while that's my preference, it's not like what. Sure. It's not what I'm eating. I'm still chasing it cage, man. Never exactly. Happened. And so here's the thing about this. A few exes ago, I dated someone who was like, my preference is essentially without like going into detail, cool Mormon girls. I know exactly who you're talking I about. I bet you do. Natural hair, natural yeah. makeup, if maybe none at all, natural everything. No and tattoos, here I am. Nothing. Yeah. Exactly. No mm-hmm. tattoos, no body modifications. Sure. And here I am looking like a public city park bench. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, <laughs> okay. You're like, all right, so that's, not me. That's very interesting. Literally the opposite of me. The opposite of me. Every single body modification that you could have, I have. Yeah. I have enhancements, I have tattoos, and I have piercings. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So. It's like, ugh. My hair, this is as natural as it's been, and it's still not natural. Yeah. You know? But it's naturally you. Thank you so much, bitch. Welcome. But I'm like, here's my comment about preferences. Preferences should be like, oh, and even this is kind of shady. I prefer blondes. Anyone can be a blonde. But when you say like, I prefer someone over 6'3", and you're 5'11", yeah. What are you doing? What are you going to do? Yeah, you're closing doors on opportunities to broaden your horizons, dare I say. Yeah, also like if you're going to be like I prefer people without body modifications and then you're dating someone with body modifications, honey. Yeah. What? A little rude. Throwing stones in a glass house. Yeah, and it's like the preferences that I had once upon a time seem super juvenile now. They are. Is that like also maybe maturity is like... It's gotta be. Because I used to swear up and down like I would never date anybody shorter than me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, if I happen to have a partner who is shorter than me, I'm wearing the tallest heels I can. Yeah. I want to like hold you. You know that um, Kevin Hart meme where you're like, who is it? The Rock. No, where she's like holding him anyway. It's like oh, I want to oh, hold, yeah, yeah, I wanna that, hold yeah. a grown ass man or lady on my hip mm-hmm. and I want to get shit done. Yeah. And back in high school, I was like, oh, I can never do that. You know what that is? That's just insecurity is screaming. That's what honestly Probably. what I think it is. Because like I look at my past history of people that I've dated professionally, we'll mm-hmm. say, and then casually, you know, mm-hmm. the minor leagues and the major leagues. Mm-hmm. None of them are my preference. Even like my superficial preference that I would have had like a like when I was a a wee less. Yeah. None of it's just like I don't care. I'm like if you're I mean like I have standards, bitch. Right. You know, I don't think saying I want you to have a majority of your teeth is a preference, and I'm even saying majority because I've dated sure. people who are missing teeth. Yeah. That's well, one, that's the teeth. Expensive. I know. You got to care a little bit. I know. No, I feel you. Um, It's wild to think about also the shit that we put up with in past relationships that now I'm like, wouldn't wouldn't fly in a million years. Oh, my God. Yeah. Slippery slope of shittiness. Yeah. 
And if somebody's like, oh, you worked hard to get your lips did. I don't like that. Then it's like, maybe you can like it like something else outside then, like something else away from me. Yeah, you can go like getting in your car and driving the fuck away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no. And like, I agree. Like, you know, I used to be really vocal with my preferences and like my my tea on that is like I definitely should have been like when I was dating someone who was not that preference and been like I think you're the fucking greatest or whatever I would say I don't know I don't like to compliment people but if I did that's what I would say (laughs) yeah like just like reassuring you know what I mean like yeah you've heard me say that like I want Tom Hardy as Bane specifically as Bane to like put my head in between his bicep and just squeeze yeah and you're not Tom Hardy as Bane so like it's something that I process internally. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not your fault. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, I would, the things I would do for Nicolas Cage to notice me. People don't want to I hear know. that articulate it out loud. So I keep it to myself. I get it. Am I, I saw him in that leather jacket. Yeah. It's that, like, am I happy studs? with my partner? Yes. So Oliver, if you're listening to this, don't worry. Other than. If you had the chance. Attitude today. Oh my god! <laughs> if you had the chance to get with Nick Cage, no, and you hesitation. didn't, I would beat the shit out of you. I would kill myself. I would literally hit you with my car. I could be like fucking nine months pregnant, mm-hmm. and I would still be like throwing it. Gotta go, man! Throwing it out yeah. of the way. I think everybody gets their hall pass celebrities. Mine yeah, to be Nick Cage. Oh yeah. But- and I don't think that's superficial. He and I are connected on a spiritual level. He just doesn't know it yet. Mm-hmm. As they do. <laughs> As you they know. do. I know. And it was never an age thing because he's marrying like a 23-year-old or whatever. So. Yeah. I'm it a just mature a- woman, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Hit you're fine wine. Honestly, he might be out of his age range. Um, But anyway. I'd put up with like the shittiness of celebrity though. Mm-hmm. Because I know my worth, which is... Mm, not much. So Nick, if you want to be me, <laughs> oh shit. Um, <laughs> that's good. I fucking hate that for you, but I feel you. Um, okay, so I'm gonna tell you yes. a story. Tell me a story. I'm gonna first. I'm gonna tell you guys. It's a quick little tidbit. It's for my girl Cora over there, mostly. Um, I also think this is interesting news because. It's about time someone fucking dethroned it because it feels racist a little bit at this point in the dog world. Okay. So as you may know, mm-hmm. and most people may know, mm-hmm. what do you, well, I should say it like this. What do you think the most popular dog breed in America is? Uh, a yellow lab. Exactly. Yes. The Labrador mm-hmm. has been the has been America's most popular purebred breed for the 30th consecutive year. Okay. Except for today. Oh. March 17th, 2021. It's actually the 18th now. This is a day old. This is day old news. It's old news. The anniversary of the earthquake. Never forget. Mm -hmm. What do you think the next trending? It's like on its way to dethrone the Labrador. Is it a pug? No. Uh Oh. What else is she? Asthmatic? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the asthmatic breed. I have no idea what else. Okay, what do you think? What do you think the next the bulldog? Mo- what? Uh, chihuahua. A French bulldog. French bulldog. French bulldog, baby. She's pug French bulldog. 
Cora, mm-hmm. look at me. Cora. She has French bulldog ears. Cora. Cora. She's sleeping. She won't. Her eyes are wide open. <laughs> She's sleeping with she her rolled eyes her eyes completely in the back of her head. <laughs> she doesn't like to listen. Um, she has French bulldog ears and she has the French bulldog um, she does, white I do see it. bit. If she didn't have a tail, you would think that she's a French bulldog. Yeah, probably. You just associate her with a pug because she's disgusting. Uh Uh-huh. Because me too. Right. Um, French bulldogs. I'm not happy about that. I only want American bulldogs. Well, the French need to win something because it's never been a war. (laughs) 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 Ah, you fat assholes. Oh, man. I like how I'm like, fuck America until it's about anything else. And I'm like, USA, USA. I'm like, no, we live in a capitalist hellscape. And I'm like, but better for France, though. I know, but when I find out that like the NYPD has a bigger budget than like the entire North Korean military, I'm like, USA, USA. Even though that like, completely contradicts like everything I believe in no, and defunding the police. I, I too am a massive hypocrite. <laughs> I too. I too. Undubitably. <laughs> Undubitably, I dabble in hypocrisy. <laughs> You're creepy dead on the Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I'm I'm not even gonna attempt to emote in my face because like I spent too much money to not. Oh, yeah. So you get this. I, was, I looked at how much that shit costs and I was a little gooped. <laughs> well, I only <laughs> should I say fuck it. No, yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Just know that like because everyone knows I'm poor. As I, like also, oh, who is sending the landlords the renting crisis news articles? Because my fucking landlord had the audacity to tell me he's raising rent in the middle of a rent crisis. No, yeah. I don't think he can do that. Well, you did. I don't because think he, I don't think he can. I was watching Judge Judy earlier. Well, because my lease is up. <clears throat> so if I want to resign, he's raising rent. Then fuck <laughs> you. I won't pay any rent. I'll well, gone. this is the problem, honey. This is why he's doing it because we're in a renting crisis. We're like the lowest possible rent you can get is like nine hundred to a thousand dollars. Fuck. So how much is he raising rent here? Nine hundred. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just burped a little. You're so upset. I know for this, for the fucking bug infested apartment. Lore collapsed in the earthquake. I know. The dizzy dabbled dip a dee doo in the if middle of my. Your okay, this is for very real for anyone who was not here this time last year, literally because mm-hmm. yesterday was the anniversary. Um, when the big ass fucking earthquake happened. My floor collapsed. My hallway turned into like a vertigo, like, yeah. like the fun house at the carnival. Like, like you, you step down a solid like inch and a half. I know. Can fuck with you if you're not ready for it. I know you could see it. Oh, but that's nine hundred dollars, baby. That's nine hundred dollars in the city right there. And that's still like crazy cheap in, in comparison. Yeah, in comparison, yeah. I yeah. am going to check out an apartment tomorrow on my lunch. That's in the avenues. Mm-hmm. Um. It's beautiful. It's smaller, but it's way cuter. And it actually has like a washer and dryer hookup, which I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It might be a tiny bit more expensive, but I think worth it because um, for pet rent plus my rent, it would be like $865. Yeah, probably which is less still hair cheaper. Exactly. Maybe less heroin needles, as you saw mm-hmm. this morning. Yes, eh? yes, yes. Um, that's a close friend story only. Um, but it requires you to have renter's insurance. How much is renter's insurance? I'm not sure because I've never had it because I just live life on the edge of a disaster. Like a That's a lie. Uh, 
A dollar? What if it's like motorcycle insurance where it's like $7 a month? I'm hoping that's what it is. Um, So that probably sounds so good. Turn your mic off while you Google, bitch. Oh my God. This probably sounds so bad. Um, (laughs) I'm just, all I do is just fucking edit this goddamn podcast so it doesn't sound like tinfoil can tin wheel cans tin 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 cans oh my god but i was like okay maybe but it's we'll see like a hundred bucks so i mean basically kind of the same so if you bundle it's cheaper i don't want to bundle this is also, very old conversation. I know. Sorry, everybody. Also, are you ready for this? Yeah. He was like my landlord and my father, separate people, even though they do feel like the same. Um, my landlord was like, and I would prefer if you signed a year lease, um, because I've only been doing six months, mm-hmm. and I don't want a year. Okay, I'm not ready for that type of commitment. It's oh, a huge commitment. Even though I have been here for a year, I don't want to be. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't like that commitment. And my dad was like, are you planning on buying in the next year? I'm like, no, but maybe I plan on leaving. Just, just laugh in his face. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to buy? Yeah. Well, not laugh, but like, you know, dead eyed chuckle. Uh, I know right now, especially. <laughs> yeah, you're like, uh-huh. I can barely afford like a nice tent. That would be all weather. Are you kidding right? me? Buy what? Um, so anyway, I'm dealing with that. So everyone should know that I'm poor. Um, and to afford my procedures, Mm-hmm. I go on what I call like a spiritual pilgrimage. And that just means for a month straight, I only eat like frozen burritos that were a dollar and top ramen. Sure. So then I can afford these procedures. So don't come for me, bitch. You can look at my bank account. Um, the dogs are fed. They're fat. They're happy. I know Cora's a little fat. Yeah, that's okay. Um, But uh, you can now get a half vial of Juvederm because you, see, you used to have to get the full. Mm-hmm. You can now get a half for 300 or 400, Mm -hmm. which is what I did in my lips. And then Botox is about five to $10 per unit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got about 150, 200 in my forehead. Right. Yeah, that's about what I saw. Yeah. The Juvederm, though, looks good. Thank you. The Juvederm is the best. And like, if I'm. It lasts longer than Botox. I Googled it. Yeah, it does. And also, the thing with Juvederm. Hi, welcome to Noelle's Plastic Surgery Corner. Um, so I did a baby, a baby lip flip literally this time last year. Cause it was like at the beginning of March, mm-hmm. um, I did like a, they call it like, I don't even know what it's called, but it's like a baby lip filler. It's like mm-hmm. the cheaper filler and half of that. Yeah. So it's like two fifty, and it gives you like the tiniest little, a little pucker, beep, a little toot, but it's a little sunburn when you got it done. Actually. Yeah. Like a little, uh-huh. um, but it fades so quickly, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What's the point of that?" So then I went back in for Juvederm, the real big shit, the big balls shit, mm-hmm. like the big gold dick shit. That's right. Juvederm. That's yeah. why you pay the big bucks for it. And as country music legends, gold, literally, yeah, like world championship wrestling belt gold. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucking mm-hmm. you throw it on the table, and the everyone AJ goes, like, "Oh Styles my god, of Juvederm, straight up." It's he's the best a champion shit right now, but he's a champion in my heart. So that's why I say it. Don't I come for me. Knew you were going to, um, but it's like, it's for real. And as someone who's tried both the poverty and high class, I'm telling you right now, there's a big fucking no, difference. I want to get it did. I want to get it did after I get fully vaccinated. So then I don't have to hide these lips behind my mask. That's true. That's a good idea. You should treat yourself. Um, so yeah, uh, I live for that. But anyway, um is this a patreon episode 
No, this is a regular episode. Oh. Do you think this one should be Patreon or regular? How long have we been going? Regular, 23 minutes. That's Fuck it. Bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's freeform. Freeform. I don't... Who says we have to stay on a theme? This is a theme. The theme is chaos. Deal with it. Aha! Um, so anyway, French Bulldogs. <laughs> I love French Bulldogs. Um, now becoming um, the most popular, yeah. most sought after. they're stout and adorable. I don't... I mean, maybe. They're stout. Well, this is what this is what the article says. <clears throat> French bulldogs are on track to end Labrador Retriever's three-decade reign That's as top dog violent. in the United States, the American Kennel Club said Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The square, flat-faced pooches, commonly called Frenchies, jumped from fourth to second place in the club's most popular dog rankings last year and are continuing to rise. The cute canines with their bat-like ears. Look at her. She does have bat ears. Bumped German Shepherds from second, a position they held since 2009, to third. Mm. Frenchies also overtook Golden Retrievers. Mm. Labradors were America's most popular purebred in 2020 for the 30th consecutive year based off of registrations. But the American Kennel Club says it was only a matter of time before French Bulldogs topped the popularity contest. That's ominous. It's because... Uh, we're all considerably more lazy. The pandemic has put us all inside. Yeah. And labs get bored. You got to get a lazy. All she does dog. is sleep yeah. and snore. And honestly, Perfect. same. You know what I will say? And I, she is honestly, even though I do think that she is a garbage gargoyle who could barely survive every day is a honest miracle. Um, I honestly consider her like a designer dog because Ew. she's a French bulldog and a pug yeah. mixed together. Those are expensive. Those are expensive. It's kind of funny how like individually very expensive, like thousands of dollars. As we know, like Lady Gaga's French bulldogs were stolen, yeah. whole thing. Pugs, put them together, decreased value. Oh, they're shooting them at a t-shirt gun at concerts <laughs> for free. It's like, wow, what happened to the market shares here? Yeah. Um, but I don't know which personality it comes from. I never in a million years thought I would have a flat-faced dog. If you've been listening to the podcast forever, you know that like you my obsession with huskies came because my mom worked for a pug rescue like my whole life. And we always had these gross, nasty pugs. And I was mm-hmm. like, I want a dog dog. Yeah. I want a man's dog. Uh-huh. Not even a golden retriever or a lab. I want a motherfucker who doesn't need me. And that's why I got huskies. Yeah. And then I like swore I would never have a little fucking flat face goblin. And then that thing came. And her personality, I thought Apollo was weird, and he is. Mm-hmm. But that thing. Yeah, Cora's Cora's wild. That thing is a wild card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I can't like I have like Apollo is weird and crazy, but he's also very dog. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cora is a fucking alien she's so weird she's got such a personality on her it's like i understand why they're becoming popular because you know people online are trying to find golden retriever boyfriends they also do not want a golden retriever dog they want a dog that's going to cuss them out and spit in their face in a mean way not a sexy way and that is what that fucking piece of shit is if i don't wake up she jumps on the bed, which it's like a flying that's chicken a, nugget. That's an anomaly. <laughs> yeah. My bed is really high because uh-huh. I don't want Apollo to fuck with me. So I put it higher than him. Yeah. So I got this high up bed and this flying chicken nugget with bat ears mm-hmm. 
comes plopping on the bed, snorting and sneezing and fucking <laughs> dying. And she'll just start clawing at my face to wake me up. Well, you're not going to be able to feel it anymore, bitch. I know. Not anymore. I'm paying for that. And then she'll slam into me, like body slam into me. It's a little adorable. It's adorable, but it's also like, Yeah, it's like, let what? me sleep. <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to kill you. Like, for God's sakes, it's 6 a.m. on a Saturday. Straight up. But it's like that personality. I've never met a dog that had a personality like that. She's a creep. Yeah. Um, She's a little bitch. Yeah, a little bitch ass bitch. She's so out of it. She can't even go around. Nope, dead. <laughs> um, I also wanted to share one more story with you Let's hear it. before we get into the snack. Snack. I think this one's really fun. <clears throat> I'm not going to read the title. I'm just going to start. Okay. <sighs> I just love it. <laughs> It can be hard to keep the sprawling maze of Wu-Tang Clan members and affiliates in your head. Going beyond... Yeah, I going, struggle every day. I know. Remembering yeah. the members yeah. of Wu-Tang Clan? Yeah. Going beyond the name You God is guaranteed to earn blank stares in any conversation outside the earshot of white rap nerds and line cooks. But we repeat ourselves. So, Aaron Barnes Burrup of Crestview, Florida had to think he stumbled upon a pretty neat scam when he started defrauding businesses by claiming to be a member of the legendary rap crew Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> I, can't, I can't find any hate yet. The Florida panhandle is a long way from Shaolin, however, and <laughs> the Wu-Tang Clan is notoriously not to be trifled with. The 29-year-old was sentenced to seven years in federal prison on Monday after admitting to using his phony connections to scam hotels, limousines, and other services from 19 different businesses. Along with the charge of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, Barnesbrook was ordered to pay $300,000 in restitution to the businesses he defrauded. Authorities allege that Barnesbrook was joined in his scheme by 52-year-old by 52-year-old Augusta, Georgia resident Walker Washington. In addition to claiming to be a part of the Wu-Tang Clan, they also said they were affiliated with the production company Rock Nation. <laughs> this is like all 90s. Like, yeah, wow. Why are they getting away with it? Also, first of all, the dude's 24 and he's like, yeah, I'm in Wu-Tang Clan. Were you too? Like, yeah, uh, like what? Um, Walker has pleaded guilty to wire fraud conspiracy charges. Quote, for several weeks, these men defrauded multiple businesses posing as famous musical artists and their entourage, said acting U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Georgia, David H. Estes. Thanks to an alert hotel clerk, their phony hit parade came to an abundant halt. The men were reported to police by the staff at a Fairfield Inn and Suites on November 21st. Presumably, the clerk knew how to spell... And look up Wu Tang Clan. So they got they got taken down by Google. They got taken down by, um, like essentially a residence in employee who mm-hmm. was like, you know, look like Famous Method Man. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to share that. That's amazing. I can't. I'm not even mad at it. I say good job, dude. That was that was your um that was your Florida man story for the day. That was a hell of a run. Florida man. Yeah, whopping seven years. Though. Florida men pretend yeah. to be members of Wu Tang Clan and scam businesses, hotels, restaurants, limousines, and attempt to commit wire fraud. Presumably saying, "I am 
RZA, please wire me money. You know I'm good for it. I'm a member of Wu-Tang Clan. Hmm. So. Honestly, I don't feel bad for any of the businesses. Fuck them. Honestly, if you don't know who Wu-Tang Clan is, you deserve to get scammed. Right. Because Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Ain't nothing. You know what they said? Fuck with. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. And what were those two dudes doing? Getting the dollar bills. Maybe aren't. Maybe we're all part of Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> so really, were they so wrong? Wu Tang Clan is for the children. Wu Tang Clan is forever. Yeah. Killer bees. They. Um, I'm just throwing out. <laughs> yeah. They are. Uh, no, RZA did the soundtrack for Man with Iron Fist, and it's one I've only bought like two soundtracks in my life. Mm-hmm. That one. It's incredible. And Phantom Menace. You want to know what? My- nice and it's no i will is, probably never buy another soundtrack because those two got um me. the black panther soundtrack is also great oh produced by kendrick lamar i purchased that as a gift and the spider-man uh into the spider-verse soundtrack. into the spider-verse another great one post malone right. hey still love you um, um i compl- i didn't know that rizza produced that yeah he's in it too go back wow. and rewatch it it's a good i will it's a good fucking movie well you know what i did do hmm. My annual rewatching of Blade. Blade's good. It's always People been sleep good. On Blade. It's always been good. And you know what I actually want to talk about really quick because I think it's very important about Blade because is it that Deadpool gets credit for being the first rated R movie and you're like, bitch, it isn't. Not only that, because you are absolutely true. I used to always say that the 90s Batmans walked so both the MCU and the DCU could run. Mm-hmm. And while I do totally stand by that completely, um, I owe Blade an apology because I'm going to read this. There's an account called Video Nasty Presents and everyone should go follow them on Instagram. They do the color blocking of cinematic scenes. Oh. And then also in their bios, they talk about the films that they're posting. Okay. So they quoted, some motherfuckers are always trying to skate uphill, which is a great Blade quote. Yes. Blade, made in 1998. This is directly from them. Blade walked so Marvel could run, a dark superhero adaption for its time, whose success began Marvel's film success and set the stage for further comic adaptions like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man series. Blade was directed by Stephen... God, I hate last names. Norrington, and written by David S. Goyer, with cinematography by Theo Van de Sonde. I don't know, something French. The film stars Wesley Snipes in the titular role... <laughs> With Stefan Dorf and Chris Christofferson and Nabush Wright in supporting roles, Blade is a Dampfear, a daywalker, who is half human, half vampire, with all the strengths and none of their weaknesses, who alongside his mentor, Abraham Whistler, and hematologist Karen Jensen, must fight against the ruthless Deacon Frost, who is trying to incite a vampire-human war for dominance. Blade is often cited as one of Snipes' signature roles, and the first two films in particular have developed a loyal cult following. Its iconic blood rave opening sequence is beloved by many. Absolutely one of the best fucking scenes ever. With an incredible cameo from Tracy Lords, shout out my bitch, Blade was put into production after Marvel failed to get a Black Panther film into production. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Blade's importance cannot be understated. It shed the campy comic film subtext, and alongside its 1997 counterpart, Spawn, paved the way for black superheroes and showcased the viability of darker R-rated cinema. It shattered the glass ceiling. 100%. People sleep on Blade. People sleep on Constantine. And I'm sick of it. Oh, don't get me started. Oh, my God. I well, we talked about it briefly before how we should yeah. do a watch party of Constantine because 100%. just like Blade, even though I will say, um, back when we did like our favorite Marvel and DC movies like True True, mm-hmm. I rewatched Blade and was like, <laughs> Blade, a thousand percent Blade, and it yeah. became a part of my like yearly rewatching. Mm-hmm. Constantine has been on that list since it came out without a lie i have watched constantine once a year since i fucking saw it it is one of the best comic book movies i have ever seen and i think back to this episode i gave the number one title for v for vendetta just because of what it did for me politically as a person and i can't like v for vendetta belongs on the list absolutely and just because like that was the point where i became like I don't want to say evangelicalized, but like radicalized. Yeah. That movie is what radicalized me. Yeah. I watched it in middle school and changed me fundamentally as a person, opened me up to like philosophy and like looking more into politics mm-hmm. and economic struggles and structure. Yeah. Like I hate to be that guy. And I said this then and I say it now because I know how cringy it is, but like that changed me as a person fundamentally. Constantine did the same thing. But like, whereas V for Vendetta woke something up inside of me, yeah. what Constantine gave me was already there, just lit it on fire. Mm-hmm. So that's why it won't get like that number one spot technically. Yeah. But for like what it's done to this day, I will die saying one of the best Satans you will ever see in cinema, period. I absolutely agree. Perfect. Period. Well done. Um Everything that they did with Constantine too, they were so accurate with taking it from the comic book yes. and putting it into the movie. And yes. that's why it fucking worked. Yes. DC, well, I, I think technically Constantine's Vertigo, but DC owned Vertigo. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't matter. Um, but DC has been chasing this weird grittiness and they've already fucking succeeded in doing it yeah. with Constantine, yeah. but they don't go back to the formula yeah. of referring to the subject matter. Well, not only that, well, like we've, we've talked about this every time we talk about DC versus Marvel, this gets brought up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the one thing that we can both agree on, especially when it comes to fucking DC mm-hmm. is DC thrives in the dark. And I mean, in the gritty, in yep. the underbelly, in the controversial, and that's what Constantine was. Yep. Constantine was not for fucking kids. Constantine was not Guardians of the Galaxy. Constantine wasn't fucking Batman on ice skates. No. Constantine was the devil went down to Georgia. He's yep. looking for a soul to steal. He's in a bind. He was way behind. <laughs> um, and it's like, hey guys, this is what you do great. This is what marvel has un they haven't come out and said it forthright because technically sony's doing deadpool Mm -hmm. they won't do shit like this yeah they won't do r-rated shit right why are you trying to make talking raccoons when you can just give us constantine Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and Marvel's already cornered the market on that. And so, fine. Do something else. Mm-hmm. Do something successful. And yeah. we saw it with... Um, Suicide Squad, after Guardians of the Galaxy came out, all of a sudden Suicide Squad has rock and roll, like music, mm-hmm. all like the same like playlist vibe. Mm-hmm. And it's like, don't, don't do that. Yeah. And like everyone's trying to be cheeky. And like, I get that Suicide Squad is kind of funny, but Suicide Squad is also fucking dark. Are you listening to the name when you say it? Do you need yeah. to say it slow? Right. If they go against a command, their fucking heads will be blown the fuck off. They have chips inside of them that will blow the fuck up. They are the exact narration and like the exact like personification of what everyone is scared of with Superman. And that's like, what if a hero can be bought or what if a hero goes against the moral compass? Yeah. And they didn't show anyone really struggling with that because they were like, oh, it's very they're they're villains and they're just trying to escape and things like yeah, that. Yeah, they're they're villains, but like they're all good people but just in friends. weird circumstances yeah. and the power it's of like, friendship. They're not fucking good people. They are not good people. And, and they don't particularly like each other. Right. What they should or have done, humanity in general. They should have created like a bigger baddie. The oh, you didn't think great baddie. And then <laughs> you didn't think Belly Dancing Empress was a good no, fucking absolutely. or enchantress. We I mean. all know. We all know. Uh, they should have created a bigger baddie and then it's like why are we fucking helping this piece of shit and mm-hmm. they should have been like because it's your president and it's your job would have been way more compelling mm-hmm. to watch that happen with Suicide Squad being like oh okay I guess we'll go out and because the highest bidder mm-hmm. wants us to like eradicate this city of like what slums mm-hmm. because our government said that they want to that yeah. would have been way more compelling than like belly dancing and yeah true and uh <laughs> i agree anything they just didn't or to show like how villains can like low-key thrive in the death of superman but they didn't want to do any of that they yeah. wanted it to be so could you imagine because like if we had given a suicide squad movie as to what it would have like following the text mm-hmm. it's a dark story it would have been like you're gonna watch bad people be bad be funded and protected to be bad uh-huh. you're gonna watch them get airdropped in to like some fucking Middle Eastern village and eradicate everybody. Yep. And maybe one of them will have one tiny little like moral stripe and then they'll try to do something about it and then their fucking head will blow off. Yeah. That's Suicide Squad. Yep. Not like... Show them like try to outsmart their mm-hmm. their master, so to speak. Yeah. They didn't do it. Like, no. And Amanda Waller is so cool in and of herself that like you can hate her but she's so powerful like when she's like take it down do all this mm-hmm. stuff you're like i don't hate her either so yeah. like they're supposed to fight these corporate overlords and hate her and i'm like but she's a badass yeah she's not the big bad yeah well it's because they tried to make guardians of the galaxy a suicide squad yeah. it's so obvious and it hurts and it sucks 100 percent. and then it fucked them because i think birds of prey was fantastic and but you can't get out of that shadow right when your introduction to harley as an independent, was that bullshit? Yeah. Come on. And Birds of Prey was cute. It was like a very cute, go get them, fun, enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. What it was, uh, it was cake with a lot of frosting. And yeah, but it even had a little bit of fun because, like, well, that's fun. It was cake with a lot of frosting. Well, and by We're fun, not... I mean like violence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, and like you, like, because you're like, oh, Harley's a bad person. She's stealing. 
and she's robbing and she's fucking up the cops. Yeah. Like blowing shit up. And then you have these moments where they're like not really kind to you as the viewer. Like you don't really know if her hyena makes it Mm -hmm. and the explosion. And then you have the inevitable um, final death scene of the big baddie. And that's a violent explosion, literally. Yes. So it's like, that was fun and playful and they they got a little dark like cake with a lot of frosting which i think is what harley is yeah there's no vegetables if you want a vegetable watch schindler's list like it's true cake you should (laughs) i would put it in the same like i'm not gonna say like same tier but like a similar category of like fucking snakes on a plane don't dissect it fucking yeah 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 let's not like put our cinematic lens on and be like (laughs) snakes on a plane tells the story no it's just yeah. fun. It's like, just enjoy it. Yeah, it's just for fun. But um, I think we should all, back to this, I think we should all fucking watch Constantine. 100%. Watch Constantine. Wait to watch Blade. Watch the Snyder Cut when it comes out tomorrow. It's out now. Cleanse your, oh, I'm watching it tomorrow. Do you want to come over and watch it tomorrow? Yes. You better be ready, bitch. I'm not. I'm not ready to fight you tomorrow. That's what I was mentally preparing for. I'm like, am I ready to fight Chelsea? I do have a bunch of rosé. Okay, well, we'll just be That's belligerent. That's not fight. That's just, you know, to calm. consumption. <laughs> yeah. I've seen mixed reviews. I do have seen people have been watching it already. And it's literally right now on the internet, a solid 50-50. And I Is fucking it? hate that. I don't want to hate it. I want it to be great. I want to like it too. I like everything. I like the prequels. I think the Star Wars prequels. Email me. I'll give you my address. Come over and talk about it. I'll tell you why they're great. Uh, sorry. Nice. Yeah. The prequels are good. They are good. Who? Like I love everything. You man. know, you know who doesn't like the prequels? Communists, North Koreans, North Koreans as well. well um, Kim Jong. How can I say floppy this? Ass, yes. bitch ass sister. It's. Ooh, I'm not gonna. I had to stop myself from saying what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had to. Did you hear me suck it back in? Yeah. It's motherfuckers who yeah. think everything is made for their childhood only. That the entire. Yeah media is just gonna suck the dick that is your childhood exclusively no that was for you when you were a child these are for us when we were a child the prequels were for us when we were kids was a i was a infant practically Mm -hmm. when the prequels came out and i went to the movie theater and then i went to toys r us because that still existed yep and i got a fucking alma doll a barbie doll yep Yep, I made a necklace out of a Jar Jar Binks Star Wars action figure, and I wore it to the theater. Well, that's I'm you were wrong for that one, but no, I wasn't. <laughs> you no, were. I wasn't. You were. And you are. My mom bought me Darth Maul sandals, and someone tried to tease Darth me about it. Darth Maul is the shit. Darth, Darth Maul, Maul is the shit. The oh. Duel of Fates is the best fucking song, hands down. And the best Absolutely. fucking fight scene. Absolutely. Point blank. Absolutely. Darth Maul. Oh, I'm about to say something controversial. Darth Maul, best Sith. Yeah, I agree. Darth Vader, I you're agree. fun. Darth Vader, you're the most complicated, enigmatic thing of the Star Wars universe. Darth Maul is You have Sith. never been so right about something. I know. Ooh, <laughs> it's liberating. I, I fucking agree. And you know, the only complaint I have is they did him so dirty. They should have given that motherfucker so much more screen time. He's a bad bitch. 100%. They tried bad to bring him bitch. back. Well, they did bring him back. Obi-Wan got his ass again. Um, still so fucking the best. good. The best. So fucking and, good. And like, that's my fucking beef is like Star Wars came out 
when y'all boomers were kids okay and then the prequels came out when we were kids and then new disney star wars comes out for like the youngers the babes and i loved them too and i did because i'm not a fucking asshole rogue one rogue one is the best star wars rogue one is the best absolutely the fucking best someone looks me in my eye and tells me that i'm not allowed to think ewoks are cute i'm gonna slit your fucking throat who says that there are Nazis like, say that. Guys who see shit on the internet, stamp an opinion in their head, and then have the audacity to regurgitate their bullshit in my fucking face. I can't stand it. I hate it. You know, everyone's like, not all men. But then they go and say shit like this, and I'm like, no, all men. Yeah, all men. All, all men. men. All men. Uh-huh. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I like the original Star Wars. I like the prequels, and I like the Disney Star Wars. You want to yep. know why? Because okay. I'm a true Star Wars fan. They're I'm good. not a piece of we shit. The Han Solo movie. No, uh, it was not, not great. It was not great. I don't want to lump that in. <laughs> <laughs> but, also, uh, it, else was if we're going to say with peace and love, like yeah. Last Jedi, also like not the greatest. That's not the greatest. I did like Last Jedi. Um, I think it, I thought it was fucking fun. Would I put it in my favorite of the Star Wars films? No. No. But I would say the shittiest Star Wars film excluding the solo mm-hmm. yeah, it was just weird the shittiest star wars film is still leaps and bounds better than what what are you going to compare it to yeah nothing you can't lord of the rings it's good don't bring lord of the rings into this but you're gonna come don't but then don't you're gonna complain to about the fucking hobbit being stretched out in the three movies i love the hobbit it's good it's a it war movie but you know what? What are you going to compare Star Wars to? You can't compare Star Wars to anything because Star Wars is its own category. Mm-hmm. Star Wars is a fucking space opera. You try to put that up against Star Trek, motherfucker, that's science fiction. You can't. You try to put that up against Lord of the Rings. No, that's straight up fantasy. How dare you? You stay in your lane. I agree. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. I'm so glad we agree. I Finally. Loki <laughs> fighting <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. No, you no. know what I mean? All I'm saying is Darth Maul supremacy. You know what I mean? You know what? I will say the best thing about the Han Solo movie? Darth Maul cameo at the very, very end. I know. I was like, Hup. They've did it. They gave it. They gave it to us. Well, you know, I knew that he was coming back as a fucking like eight mach- eight leg machine fucking mm-hmm. sick bitch because he's that good. And yeah. by good, I mean he's bad. He's held together by hate. Me fucking too. Same. Maybe that's why I love Darth Maul so much. Terrible train accident when I was a kid, and my legs got flung off into the (laughs) universe and just wheeled them back together because I had shit to do. Have you ever had so much pure, unbridled rage that you live? That's me every day. That's me every fucking day. It's spite and hate and rage, and it keeps me here. You know what that's called? called maul in it <laughs> darth maul in it i'm maul in it baby uh-huh. let's go paint my face red dog yeah yep darth maul in it we're out here out of spite and hate and <laughs> yeah. rage make that a t-shirt because i wore the fuck out of it okay <laughs> i'll slap darth maul in a shirt. <laughs> it's just like the merch store just becomes shirts we want to wear <laughs> it is i know i still have to put the wishbone shirt in there because i really want to wish the wishbone shirt. shirt is a good one though yeah um <laughs> Also, hey, everyone, remember to check out our merch. Yeah. <laughs> new shit coming, new shit dropping. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we literally do price them as cheap as possible. As cheap as the site will allow it. So like we make, I think, like three cents every shirt. Yeah, because I don't care because it's about all of us looking good, feeling good. I agree. Good. I, think that, uh, I think that milking your fans for just every other thing, like buy our shirts, buy this, do this, do that. 
No. And if you want a shirt made, just fucking message us. I'll slap it up there. Yeah. If you have a shirt idea. We'll name it after you. Literally. We will put it on there. Yeah. Ideas cost zero dollars. And if we make money off of it, I'll Venmo you the three cents. Literally. Literally. I'll cash it out and I'll mail it to you. Send it in a cashier's check. Yeah, in pennies. There would be a $25 fee to cash it, but oh my God. it'll yeah. be worth it. You're in the negative. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. Okay, anyway. That got really nerdy. We're at a That's fucking crazy. hour This almost. has to be the Patreon episode, <laughs> no, dude. I am no, so full of urine. No. We gotta stop. I drank <laughs> my coffee bone dry. <laughs> we are not making this the Patreon episode because everyone deserves to listen to this. Okay, but you gotta because, you gotta kill time so I can go pee. And okay, I will. <laughs> I like how she never turns her mic off when she leaves. Why would I? <laughs> I don't know. I can't believe you were gonna put this behind a paywall. I hope that she can still hear me through the door. No, everyone. Well, if you came here for the snakes and not this, and not if you came here, if you came to this episode thinking we were going to talk about snakes and not sith and not constantine and not blade and not plastic surgery fuck you i'll say that right now chelsea's not here to stop me because she's pissing fuck you if you really thought you could come here and get a clean concise cut episode about snakes and not (laughs) why is it phil time Take no. a shit on me while I'm trying to urinate. I did. <laughs> Take a shit on me while I'm trying to urinate. <laughs> that's a bumper sticker, too. Yeah. Also, that's another fun thing. If anyone has free time, go on to Redbubble and look up cursed bumper stickers. There's just people who I'm assuming are on, like, fucking ketamine out here, like, making crazy bumper stickers. Oh, like, it's like a semi-truck, and it's just like... <laughs> morality is a social construct (laughs) (laughs) my truck (laughs) why not (laughs) i'll take 10 but it's like in like the 70s it's really cool these good vibes it's way good people just are out here just throw and there's like like a bass like a fish and it's just like (laughs) absolutely zooted (laughs) what (laughs) What? <laughs> Curse bumper stickers, y'all. is a fucking oh, gift. That's amazing. So anyway, let's get some. Let's do snakes now or whatever. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's all this plastic in my face. I'm feeling no, it. Oh, it's gone into your brain, bitch. I'm feeling good. I feel. I feel free. Yeah. This episode's gonna be four hours long. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. All right. Hello. Oh. Red <laughs> security is out of his. Out of date. Okay, so okay, go. There are many, many historical accounts of massive snake. It almost feels wrong to talk about this now. <laughs> Don't make me joke. Okay. Well, I mean the tie-in. There is none, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, weren't we talking about Adam and Eve once upon a time? Yeah, in the Lilith episode, Thanks. wasn't that a big ass snake? Was he big? Snakes on a plane. So. We talked about snakes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapping it back, tying you it in. Drugs? What is going on? No. You I did wish. some of the meth you found on the sidewalk earlier. <laughs> I wish. Oh, got snakes on a plane. Snakes speaking on a, snakes on a plane. Speaking of snakes on a plane, there you go. That's the segue. All scripted. All of that. Speaking that of hour. snakes on a plane, giant snakes throughout yes. history. Um, there are many, many historical accounts of massive snakes that are often disregarded. In my by pants. Them. 
<laughs> they um are often disregarded by the scientific community because no human on earth wants to believe the anomaly that is in noel's pants i've seen anaconda bitch oh, yeah. uh, i fucking know what's up so statistically the largest snakes average around 17 feet long but huge snakes have been chronicled many times throughout history in fact, the idea of these snakes being born from nefarious ways is so completely tied into history that we have examples of mobs killing roosters who are suddenly capable of laying eggs, i.e. the way a basculus was born. And that reminds me, St. Patrick's Day, you drove the snakes out of Ireland. What? Yeah. Wait. I don't know. Elaborate on that. I can't. <laughs> you bitch. Google it. Why you just... <laughs> Why you... He drove snakes out of Ireland, though. It was overrun of snakes. I thought... Something about potatoes. That was a great potato famine. <laughs> Man, they, who the fuck wants to go to Ireland? Uh, Nobody, right? Mr. Potato Head. Nobody. All these, all these goddamn snakes on this motherfucking yeah. rock. <laughs> like, it's island, right? Get out of here! <laughs> no, <laughs> isn't it though? Yeah, it's island. Yeah, Ireland. Yeah. yeah. See, I know geography. You did great. Thank you. Um, so the Smithsonian even cites. Oh, the here we fucking go. Fucking do it. Here we. <laughs> I get to pick go. and choose my sources. Here I we fucking choose. go. I pick and choose my sources. Oh, we just so happen to be talking about giant fucking snakes, just like the giant fucking people <laughs> from the those, fake fucking the giants are real. We got to do more. We got to do an episode on it. <sighs> no, I refuse to talk about that topic. I don't need any more shame brought well, onto my family. Well, then you're not allowed to react when I talk about the Smithsonian. How am I not? How am I not? Well, your face isn't. My face physically cannot react, but know that my tone is shedded. I know that on my face it it's looks like, like I'm nothing. Valley. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just like someone cut off your ah. face and put it over someone else's face, <laughs> and I'm trying desperately to move it. You're like a you're like a shitty latex mask right now that's too thick. <laughs> <laughs> try to smile but everything from like good lip up yeah working. look at the seriousness and deadness of my face <laughs> and hear in my voice your one bleached eyebrow <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's called fashion I know. <laughs> you think i don't know about fashion i'm wearing my fuzzy shoes today i know i do like all right, them all right all right but anyway i was gonna say fuck you okay go on <laughs> okay so according to an alleged scientific museum that collects evidence about things. They said that um, in the exhortations of Julius Scaliger, a guy who lived from nineteen or from fourteen eighty four to fifteen eighty eight in the ninth century, during um, the time of Leo the Fourth, a basilisk concealed itself under an arch near the Temple of Lucia in Rome. The creature's odor caused a dev- caused a devastating plague, but the Pope slew the creature with his prayers. Okay, so anytime. We have the Pope being a hero. I don't like the story. Okay, I have more. We'll just disregard. We'll throw okay, that one out. Throw we'll it out. That one. Bonderson reports. Also, wait. What the fuck is a different Bonderson? <laughs> no. What's the difference between a basilisk and a big ass snake? Are they the same? We're just talking about. Yeah. No. Uh, basilisk can be very very small. What is that then? Um. So according to lore. 
Uh, and, and by Lord, do you mean the Chamber of Secrets? No. You know, I was I wanted to preface this, that we only know about basilisks right now, I dare say, because of the Chamber of Secrets, but they have so much historical context tied to them that I was actually quite gooped. Hmm. Um, a basilis- basilisk, basilisk is formed when a rooster oh. suddenly has the ability to lay eggs. Oh, my God. Okay. And they're uh, so not we're not in reality right now. We're on the Smithsonian site that this well, guy is a real. Oh my God. Okay, okay. Bondison. So, so a basilisk yeah. is laid by a rooster. Uh huh. Okay. And then some other stuff. Okay. And yeah. Then, um. Anyway. So there's a big ass snake, and then there's a cursed snake, and that's a basilisk. Yeah, we're just talking about like snakes that the scientific community disregards at this point, but still have. Oh, okay, in so history. I'm also in that party then. Well, by the end of the episode, you won't be. Okay, here we go. So, Bondison, that's like a curse name every time I say it. <laughs> we get derailed. This guy <laughs> reports that in 1202 in Vienna, a mysterious outbreak of fainting fits was traced to a basilisk that had hidden in a well. The creature, which fortunately for the hunters was already dead when they found it, was recovered and a sandstone statue erected to commemorate the hunt. They didn't hunt shit, though. It was already dead. Why oh. you get a statue for doing nothing? Participation awards have always existed. Yeah. Take that, Republican. Take it. Um, according to Dutch scholar Levinus Leminus. Actually, don't take it. You don't deserve another award. Anyway, Levinus. Right. Um, he said that in, on an island in Zealand and in the territory of this island, two age roosters incubated the, in, their eggs. And they the people were so uh, afraid of this that a basilisk would emerge that like a mob formed where they killed the rooster and stomped the eggs oh my god sad. can uh, you imagine it's just a rooster who wants who's feeling a little broody yeah and he just sits on a little egg just to be cute you gotta kill his ass and then an entire city comes and beats your ass yeah you gotta kill him or they'll kill you you gotta get got before he got got i don't think that's how that works E.P. Evans, in his massive compilation of the criminal prosecution and capital punishment of animals, notes from contemporary legal records that in Switzerland in 1474, another old cock was discovered apparently laying an egg. The bird was captured, tried, convicted tried? of an unnatural act, tried? and burned alive before a crowd of several thousand people. Oh my god! God. Just before its execution, the mob prevailed upon the executioner to cut the rooster open, uh. and three more eggs <gasps> in various stages of development were discovered in its abdomen. No. First of all, rooster court? You going to chicken court? Yeah. Who the fuck? Cluck, what, cluck, motherfucker. what judge is like, bring the rooster? Swiss. <laughs> they weren't always so indifferent. Yeah, wow. No wonder why they're all like, we don't want to be involved anymore, because yeah, they, they took have- a rooster to court. Yeah. Wow, and they burned it like a witch. Well, oh my god, lay eggs. It was unnatural. (laughs) Unnatural. Don't even. And then, unnatural is burning a rooster like a witch and taking it to court. They're just KFC before their time. I just. (laughs) Who takes a rooster to court? (laughs) Well, the Swiss do. Honestly, does that make them more just because they took it to court? And rather than I would just dare say, yeah, because the other people um, just killed it. Killed it. Hmm. So. Oh. Mm-hmm. so in Copenhagen in 1651, a servant was sent to collect eggs from hen coops and discovered an old cockerel in the act of laying. On the orders of the fucking king, Frederick III, its egg was retrieved and closely watched for several days. But since no basilisk emerged, the egg eventually found its way into the royal cabinet of curiosities. I'm telling you, it's just a rooster who's like, I'm going to sit on an egg. 
we don't know if they could talk maybe chicken was like hey i gotta go real quick we just like sit on my egg and he's oh. like yeah i'll sit on your egg oh, and then it's getting you. slashed open and burned at the stake oh you should have been out and getting a job i can't handle that all right well we're done with the murders of okay this. good it was too much so there was actually a really popular historical story about the basilisk of warsaw so hunker down let's tell a story can't wait this was actually pretty cool i like reading about this in 1587, in Warsaw, Poland, lived a man named Michalafafafas. Yes. We're going to call him Michael. Gr- oh, way to whitewash him, you bitch. I, you you know, colonizer. He was white. In Poland, he was already white. You he don't know what they are. The white. I'm pretty sure. I'll flip a coin. <laughs> the heads and tails. I'm going to be right either way. Oh. Um, so he had a daughter who was only five years old. And she, along with another little friend, were playing together. And the two little girls decided to go play in the cellar of an abandoned house. But as soon as they went down the stairs, they both collapsed dead. The girl's mother... Carbon monoxide. Yeah. Nope. No. You're not listening. You've said a creepy abandoned basement. Yeah. But... And the girl's mothers just directed their maids to go looking for the children. Oh, not the the mothers could not be bothered. No, they had to get the maids to do it. And the maids, uh, one of the maids, like Michael's maid, discovered them first. So she thought that they were sleeping. So she was just yelling at him to wake up. And then annoyed, she went down into the cellar to scold the children. But in the same fashion, reached the bottom step and also dropped down dead. The woman's mistress saw this happen and stood at the entrance of the cellar, petrified. But she didn't go in. Good. Smart. Yeah. The townspeople gathered around and everyone was way too afraid also to enter the deadly cellar themselves. The matter was immediately brought to the local consul, and they told the consul what happened. So the consul arranged to have the bodies fished out with large hooks, and once <laughs> they got the bodies out, nice. they were in a shape. Um, not only were they completely swollen, but their tongues were protruding from their mouths. They were so fat, and their skin had turned dark, and their eyeballs were com- completely protruding from their eyes. Ooh, carbon monoxide. Maybe. Is that what carbon monoxide does to you? Make your eyeballs pop out? I don't know. Sounds like it. No, I think you just go night. I think it's a basilisk. Night, so. night. Okay. The physician <laughs> to the king at the time, a guy named uh, Benedictus, was present. Physician to the king at the time. What did he do? The bloodletting rituals? Yes. He was present at the time and concluded that the girl's deaths were caused by a kind of venom. And the physician fetched for two prisoners and made them an offer <laughs> that if they faced the whatever was causing the venom or the snake, that he would they would get a full pardon. So one of the men immediately took up the offer and was suited up in kind of like a leather suit and then covered with mirrors. More than a thousand people gathered to see this battle with the snake, and the prisoner was armed with only a torch and a rake. The prisoner searched the cellar for an hour and eventually found a secondary cellar, which was completely barred with rubbish. And as they cleared the debris away, he caught sight of the snake lying in a crevice in the wall. And luckily for the prisoner, the snake was already dead. The prisoner scooped up the snake and brought it out of the cellar to be examined by the king's chief physician. And the physician took one look at it and decided that it looked more like it had the head of a chicken with large bulging eyes of a toad and pronounced it none other than a basilisk. So this king's physician was already familiar with basilisk lore, and he kind of guessed in advance that that's what he thought they were dealing with. I bet he did a lot of guessing. Yes, which is why he covered the prisoner in mirrors, because the gaze of a basilisk is so potent that it could kill anyone, including itself. (sighs) Now, someone during this time um, was so interested in the Warsaw story 
and his name was um, George Casper Kirchmeyer. He he did doubt the lore of a basilisk being born from a rooster egg, and he didn't believe that they could b- kill people with a single glance. But he did 100% buy into the potency of their venom, like, wholeheartedly. He thought that maybe, like, basilisks were actually a relative of, like, a crested asp um, or a cobra. Mm-hmm. And this era also brought forth other snake stories outside of the Polish area. So in 1494, the Treaty of Tordesillas authenticated large areas of South America between Spain and Portugal. These conquistadors came back to their native countries with crazy stories about the vast tropical forest full of massive creatures and matoras, or in English, snakes the Spaniards called bull eaters. And there are a lot of various myths involving the Incan Empire and their inclusion of mythical snakes in their lore. And the alleged founder of the Incan first Incan civilization in Cusco was named Manku Kapak. Nice. You nailed it. Yeah. In part of his lore, he, quote, killed a mountain serpent so fierce and terrible, so big as the biggest animal on earth, it gave tempestuous hisses and his body was covered with hard scales. After this battle with this mythical, mythical snake was completed, Manku put a serp- the serpent on his, like, royal arms and shield. So if you look at, like, Incan things like mm-hmm. shields and like artwork at the time there are tons of fucking snakes on them and they're they'll have like wings and things like that and fun fact the incas revered snakes so much that they demanded boas and anacondas from their subjects throughout the amazon and were and they kept the snakes in cages with their prisoners and if the prisoners could last three days without the snake killing their ass they would be released and let go oh that's a fun yeah prison system i know i'm gonna nail this somehow this word the aztecs also had their own serpent deity named quetzalcoatl who was a feathered snake god that sounds right why does that sound familiar Um, Quetzalcoatl, because it's huge quetzalcoatl is huge why does that sound familiar Um, maybe i was an aztec in a past life oh my god it's all coming back to me um slain dion yes (laughs) So, and these aren't the only snake legends out of South America either. And sure, the Amazon is obviously home to monster-sized snakes. Um, the biggest snake in this region is the green anaconda, which is also the heaviest snake species in the world. Yeah, anacondas are fucking huge. Yeah. They measure up to 17 feet and have been recorded as reaching 36 feet in very rare occasions. Um, so... In 1906, a British archaeologist named Percy Fawcett claimed he saw a snake measuring a whopping 62 feet long. So we should do an episode about this guy because he's fucking fascinating. Um, But for right now, we're just going to... The snake measurer? Yeah, he's going to just be concisely consolidated into a geographer, explorer, cartographer, and artillery officer who was a representative of the Royal Geographical Society. Could you imagine if your resume was that hefty and you just got called, like, Mike, whatever you called him? His dream in life was finding this mysterious city of Z, which is, like, the lost city of gold. We should fucking do an episode about it. Maybe next week. Maybe that'll be, like, the part two. Like the mummy. Yeah. He's the coolest guy i've ever read about in my life really um, even yeah. past antarctica man admiral bird yeah maybe because this wow. guy has like a mysteriousness about him <laughs> wow. i do love admiral bird though oh that's a hard that's a hard say that's hard to say okay 
So we'll despite, table it for now. Yeah, we'll table it. I'll have to think on it. Yeah, sleep on it. Um, despite his accolades, he was massacred in the scientific community for not having quote unquote proof of this massive snake. And natives in the area did corroborate his story, and they referred to the snake as the Yakumama or the Black Boa. Now, while some people dismiss the claims, um, a father and son duo from Ireland, it's all tying in now, named Mike and Greg Warner, set out to prove the existence of these snakes. The father, Mike, had spent 23 years researching the possibility that these snakes could exist and presented enough evidence to the Peruvian embassy that he was not only permitted, but assisted by the Peruvian government to fly over the Amazon and conduct their research about Fawcett's claims. Mm-hmm. So when Fawcett first entered the Amazon, he was super surprised to find pathways that were six feet across, which absolutely does not happen with indigenous people in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't make sense to spend all of your calories clearing out entire pathways when you can just make your way through the tree- trees and utilize them as cover. Mm-hmm. Like if you're staying in an area, you want the area to be clear so that like prey can't sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. But it, in the jungle, you need that cover. It just doesn't happen. Um, so this Irish father, son, and duo rented helicopters, camera equipment, hired an entire pilot and crew in the works. So they studied Fawcett's reports and they kind of put together, um, an idea that these snakes would stay closer to water, similar to how anacondas are. So they spent a little less than two weeks in the jungle where they took hundreds of photos and video footage. And they did get proof of, proof of something, and it was something enough that the Minister of Ecotourism and the senior editor at National Ecotourism? Geographic- yeah, isn't that fun? You said ecotourism, and it irritated did me. Did I say echo? Yeah. I fucking apologize. Thank you. Okay, go on. I take it back. Ecotourism. Eco. Eco. Girl. Ecotourism. This is like your tub tubberware thing. Well, I have a brain injury. I'm also don't, stupid and yeah, illiterate. Don't blame it on your brain that you don't know how to fucking read. Ecotourism. Ecotourism. Yeah. Ecotourism. This is the last time I have to say it in this episode. Okay. And the senior editor at National <laughs> Geographic contacted him the same fucking day they announced their discovery. And I'll show you this picture here. So what we were seeing is jungle and what looks like a river, right? Like uh-huh. white, the white rapids Uh this is not a river what we're seeing here is a massive snake skin we will post this in oh really that's really what they think yeah and these are not bushes these are fucking the trees of the amazon which are huge so you have 60 foot snake skin there had they know for sure that was snake skin they went down and picked it up that's what they are alleging. I emailed them. I found their website, but it hadn't been updated since like 2009. That doesn't surprise me at all. And I was very upset. So uh, we'll maybe a snake the got them. <laughs> ah. Um, and then I want to get into like the creme de la creme of all massive snake sightings. And Please. The thing that triggered this episode. That so brought like, us here. Uh, sorry. Jesus. I can't stop. Um, so <laughs> Colonel Remy <laughs> Van Leerd, born in August 1915, was a Belgian badass who served in the Belgian and British military. Belgian badass. Fucking Belgian badass. Get a load of this. He made a living dropping bombs on Nazis. Always popular. Uh, my favorite pastime. And had six confirmed kills on enemy aircraft during his service. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's not all. At one point, he was captured and sent to a concentration camp, escaped, got on a ship to Britain, landed in Britain, enlisted to be in their reserve so he could get back to killing nazis good for him right he was one of the first belgians to break the sound barrier and he was made uh deputy chief of staff to the minister of defense 
1959, he was assigned to command the Kamina Air Base in the Belgian Congo, which is just a regular Congo right now, because in 1960, they got their independence back. Fuck Good for you, them. Britain. Yeah, fuck you, Britain. Put that in your tea and drink it. <laughs> Choke. <laughs> I heard what you did to Megan, you fuckers. Yeah. Can we just talk about that for a second? <laughs> I am so proud of her. I'm like, yeah, yeah get in there and take him out from the inside. Ha- Dude, you know what? I don't believe in all the oogie boogie shit with the spirit guides and shit, but that is Diana, Diana. is Poland. She is here, baby. Her oh my God. She's sipping that good tea. Absolutely. It is piping well, fucking hot. And this is why I'm like, oh, this is how I know Diana is so powerful that she surpasses my beliefs on life and death mm-hmm. because she is an anomaly. She, Diana is God to me. That's what it is. And the only reason why Megan and Harry were able to like get out and be okay because the fucking the family was like fuck you no titles no security no money is because Diana left all of her money to Harry yep she fucking knew she knew she knew she knew it was coming the hand of Princess Diana came down and I grabbed Megan. I <laughs> you do so much. I do. She's amazing. The the hand of Princess Diana came down and grabbed Meghan Markle and said, "You're gonna save this motherfucker." Meghan Markle could spit in my face. God, she and give me COVID, and yeah. I would say, "Thank you thank for you. what you did to the British monarchy." Thank you so much. God, I'm telling you, you man. Who isn't a snake? Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. And Harry, um, good on you. Honestly, because they even said in the interview, she was like, if he didn't back me in this, I would not be here. Also alluding to Princess Diana being killed yep. by the fucking family yep. dog. And they're like, we're not a racist family. That's oh. a complete wrong accent. <laughs> darling, we're not racist. We're, we're not. We're tampons. We're not racist, darling. <laughs> night. Good night. Night. Darling. Darling. Fuck, fuck you. you. Yep. God, right. fuck you and whatever that zombie corpse you fucking bring in. What's that Camilla. motherfucker? Not even. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah fuck what? her. Oh, fuck her. What are you fuck her. About? The literal zombie man who keeps going. <laughs> he keeps going. <laughs> Elizabeth's husband? Is he also Charles or William? The the literal fucking zombie man who keeps going to the hospital. He's like 150, I'm Elizabeth's assuming. Husband? This motherfucker, that piece of shit. Isn't that the husband? I don't know who he is. <laughs> the fucking crypt keeper is just being resuscitated by virgin organ. I don't know what his name is. He doesn't have a name. He's just death. <laughs> that is stupid fuck. But he's the fourth fuck fucking all. horseman. <laughs> Prince Philip. Yeah. Philip. Yeah, that's it. Fuck all them. Uh-huh. Anyway, fuck you, Britain. Spilling tea all over again, <laughs> bitch. Ah, anyway, the snakes. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, during one of the trips, uh, Leard was surveying the land via helicopter and noticed a huge fucking snake on the ground. All the other snakes we've talked about, babies. This is. I don't fuck with snakes, so huge, I don't like this story. Huge fucking snake. Um, I prefer snakes to spiders. You're wrong. You're I'm wrong. A, you're wrong. Here we go again. You're fucking you're wrong. You're so a snake wrong. is a giant muscle with big ass fangs that wants to fucking kill you. Even the biggest tarantula, you could take your hand and go, Brap! and it's over. You can do that to a snake, bitch. No, you can't. No, you can't. How dare you? How are you going to sit here and talk about fucking snakes as big as buildings and be like, you can kill a snake, blah, blah, blah. 
How dare He's in a helicopter. And that bitch. Have you seen arachnophobia? Have you seen Anaconda? If you see Anaconda and don't walk away from that movie feeling just better about everything. No. Angelina Jolie's dad did so good in that movie. How dare you? How dare you? No, how dare you? How dare you? Oh, my God. You just have to be wrong about the Joker and now you're wrong about spiders. (laughs) (laughs) You make me furious. I'm so chafed. Good. You fucking cunt. Good. You fucking cunt. You and the Joker and the fucking snakes could all go fuck yourself on some one ply toilet paper for all I care. (laughs) How dare you? How dare you? I was going to bring you toilet paper if you would have texted me and I brought you two teas. That's not your fault because they fucked up. (laughs) It wasn't my fault. I ordered the passion fruit. They gave me a peach and I was going to take it because I haven't, I didn't know. And they're like, wait, it's wrong. And then they took the peach back, gave me the passion (laughs) fruit. And then they also gave me the peach. (laughs) They spit in it. I was really cool about it. I was like, oh, okay. Um, Anyway, so he sees this huge snake and he turns his helicopter around to make a second pass to take photographs of it. So he estimated the snake had to be at least 50 feet in length with a two foot by three foot triangular head it was greenish brown with a white underbelly no and get this he attempted to get lower to the snake they kind of like brought the helicopter down lower the snake coiled up and lifted its head 10 feet off the ground like it was going to strike at him see Mm. oh spiders oh spiders they had to spider the fuck off because they were they were like, oh, this snake is within striking yeah. distance of a military yeah. helicopter yeah. and take our asses out. Yeah. You want to know what? Yeah. If that would have been a giant fucking spider, they would have been dead. There are no giant spiders. Bitch. You the don't Goliath even know. bird-eating spider, you could still take your fucking sandal off and bat that bitch there on the are head. Cryptid spiders in Africa. I stumbled upon them on our my research and I was like, no ma'am. No, no. ma'am. No. So there are literally, even if we want to pretend that your giant snakes are not real, there are still big ass snakes that eat people every day. Every day they're here. People are stupid. Are they? Or were they just sleeping in like the fucking Amazon? No. I mean, you're like, oh, the spider. Oh, the spider that I could literally kill with my bare hand. But you know what? I'd rather an enemy sneak up on me on my front than get me while I'm putting my foot in a shoe. And who's the stupid one now? How you. dare you? <laughs> How I, dare you? It's just like you'd yeah. rather get got on your foot than be able to have like a fighting chance in your front. I'm never gonna have a fighting chance against a snake. Ugh. No, no not with that attitude. <laughs> you fucking slithering, you hypocrite. That's why you don't like snakes, because you you snake bitch, you hate yourself. <laughs> the mirror. The mirror. <laughs> um so here's the picture of the snake. And now, oh. if you're wondering, um, those are trees, not these bushes. are trees, not bushes. And these uh, termite, these like these kind of like mounds around them are termite mounds. Now, a termite mound, you might think of something small. Uh, termite mounds in Africa range in about 98 feet in diameter. That's, That's a big a ass snake. Foot How are you going to look at that mound? fucking picture and be like, oh, the spiders. Yeah. Well, if there was like a fucking 50 foot spider bitch, I'd rather go up against a 50 foot snake. And Jafar, oh my let's God. face it, when you turn to that snake, kind of cool. So show me Jafar's, a big spider. Jafar is unfortunately kind of hot in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, so there you go. And his 
creature of choice is a cobra. So you have egg on your face. Anyway. <laughs> so the, they determined the size of the snake <laughs> by looking at the termite mounds, which, like I said, were Is 90. it a rooster egg? Is yeah. it a basilisk? I don't know. This is, this is different. <laughs> so termite mounds, mounds 98 <laughs> feet in diameter. So the comparisons put the snake at around 60 feet long. Jesus. Now, there are snakes native to this region, so it's not totally out of the question. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Africa African ball python only get to be about 15 feet. Um, well, some people might try to dismiss a snake of this size because they believe it would be crushed by its own body weight from gravity. And Interesting it, theory. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, didn't happen to me yet. Um, <laughs> But that's all fine and well, but um, not really accurate when you look at the fossil record of snakes in Africa and the fact that there have been more than one case of these snake sightings being recorded. So ancient uh, snake fossil fragments from a species called Gigantopus. Gigantopus? Gigantopus? Sounds about right. um, Have been found in Egypt with jaws that would 100% accommodate the body of a snake 60 feet long. That's what I'm saying. Megalodons existed. Yeah. Megalodons are dope. And they're terrifying. And that's what Megalodon the snake is what that is. Cool as hell. And they're totally, these are, this is not a conspiracy. These snakes existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and as seen in moder- modern snakes, many of them adapt to life in and out of the water, which can help with their size and the ability to move around freely, especially in like super dense areas. And when you compare these dimensions to those of ancient elephants, say, it is 100 for fucking percent possible that animals of that size can thrive and survive in the area. And before you dismiss South American snakes, we get a similar fossil record with the Titan boa. So putting it all together, what are all these snakes? Are they just regular snakes who somehow grew too large? Or did something survive the great extinction millions of years ago? That's the fun thing, right? What do you believe? Do you believe that there could be a giant megalodon out in the ocean? Yes. Fucking probably. 100%. With our luck? Absolutely. They were like, oh, the Kraken can't exist. And then a big ass uh, squid. Squid. Thank you. I was thinking snake still. A big ass squid launches up on shore and you're like, oh, this thing could take out a boat. Oh, that's a Kraken. Yeah. So 100%. Anytime you're fucking with the water, I'm like, probably, yeah. There was even, I think it was Australia, because of course it's always Australia. Yeah, like zone. a massive great white shark washed up on shore with like a bite taken out of it that could totally be a megalodon. See? We don't know what's in the oceans. We and don't. We, we don't literally the, don't. We don't know every part of the Amazon. No. The Amazon is the ocean of the land. Yes. You have to put that on a bumper sticker with a semi truck. No, with a cockroach. <laughs> Why not? Um, and then do I believe that like a massive snake could thrive to be big enough? Yeah. Sure. 60 feet long. There's boa constrictors that eat people. Literally. Yeah. I've seen the videos on Live Leak. Unfortunately, when I was a child, you think I'd never forget. Out here talking to me about fucking spiders. I saw one recently where they like got a woman out of the snake and she looked like she had just, she was so wrinkly from the moisture. Yeah. Well, I think there's like toxins in there. So it fucks them all up. Or like enzymes. Yeah. There has to be like a digestive enzyme at least. Yeah. So that makes them look Um, all, they look like a ball sack. Yeah. I've seen it. I mean, I too wouldn't fuck with a snake. Um, If you were like, but at the same time, I've been face to face with, a rattlesnake and i stood my fucking ground i don't think you're supposed to well it was so here's the story Uh, oh this should be the patreon story okay um (laughs) (laughs) get fucked get fucked get fucked 
um just come on over to the super top secret patreon podcast it's literally just a dollar to hang out we talk a lot of shit hail satan hail salazar slytherin i'll agree he with crawled that. so snakes could crawl <laughs> <laughs> you should have said slytherin you ignorant oh, bitch damn it. it's a pee again